What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the prequel. We have made it to season two, my friends. I am your host, Mike Azalina, and boy, do I have a lot to fill you in on, but first. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who listened through season one of the prequel, and I gotta be honest, I enjoyed every single interview, so thank you to everybody who came on, spent time with me, spent their time telling their stories, explaining their prequels about how they got to where they are in life through the trials, through the tribulations, through the challenges, through the successes. And I reflected on my time interviewing all these people and I loved it. I enjoyed it. I soaked it all in. I really value the stories of other people. However, what I came to realize is that it became incredibly challenging to get content out for people to grasp onto. You know, my schedule is crazy. I travel all over the country and I love my job. But it was posing a little bit of an issue with getting people onto the show. So I reflected a little bit over the last few months and decided that I wanted to take the prequel in a different direction. I might still have someone on to interview and talk about their story here and there. But what I find most effective, the podcasts that I enjoy most are the ones that are quick. Little clips, little quips, little foods for thought, little pieces of reflection that challenge me to be better every single day. A better husband, a better person, a a better instructor, a better speaker, a better writer, a better brother or son or whatever it may be. So what I want to do is give you those little moments, those little moments of challenge, those little moments of thought. So every Monday, I know this is a Tuesday, but we're on a little bit of a delay this week. Every Monday, I'm going to release a podcast, very short podcast, with just thoughts around different challenges that we come across in life. And my reason for releasing it at the beginning of the week is because it's the prequel for your week. Something that you can look at and reflect on as your week goes on. A challenge that you can take on and push forward from that moment in time. Mondays are hard for a lot of people. They're very hard for me. (laughs) But I think if we have this time together to really reflect and look at ourselves and say, this is what I'm going to do this week. This is my moment. I'm starting from here. This is the starting line. The finish line is Saturday morning. It's Wednesday. Whatever finish line you want to set for yourself, then I think we're going to be pretty successful using this podcast as a platform. So I look forward to you joining me on this journey. And before I get going into our first episode, I just want to fill you in on the things that I've been doing, what I've been up to, because it's been pretty incredible. I've begun my motivational speaking. I've spoken at six different events, I think, at this point. It's been an incredible journey for me, a a dream of mine, and I look forward to speaking at many other venues in, in the near future. I released my first book, Heartbeats, became an international bestseller in less than 48 hours. And can I just tell you how full my heart was? I'm so grateful to Codebreaker uh, for taking me on as a a writer, as a a person, as a colleague, and, and challenging me every step of the way. I'm grateful for those of you that bought the book. I'm grateful for those of you that will buy the book. I'm grateful for those of you who have read it and given me feedback, reviewed it, Um, told me the things you like, told me the things that maybe didn't connect as well, because that's a way for me to move forward and become better. So thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you for making Heartbeats the success that it has become in such a short time. 
and I look forward to it growing as its own brand here in the in the near future. Dropping today with this podcast is a merchandise line that goes along with the book and some of the things that I speak about when I travel. So shirts, sweatshirts, hats, um, all sorts of things that you can buy to, to just spread positivity all over the place. I'm all about positivity. I'm all about this idea of, you know, we, we take one step at a time and things are going to get in our way. I'm not out here trying to spread false positivity. Things happen, right? That's, that's not healthy to just assume that everything's good all of the time. When I, when I talk about positivity, I talk about taking those roadblocks and those challenges and using them as opportunity. Because we undoubtedly face them every single day. You know, students face them every single day. Our colleagues face them every single day. Our families face them every single day. But if we can have an outlook that at the end of it all, we're going to learn something from it, we're going to take something away from it, then we're going to be okay. Because here's the thing, we don't always control the outcome. You're going to hear me say this a lot. You don't, we don't always control the outcome. We control how we show up despite it. So I... I I look forward to this journey of, of spreading positivity um, with you. And, I, and I, I think we start today with dealing with uncertainty because it's something that we have to deal in all of the time. Uncertainty is always there. <laughs> we wake up every day with uncertainty in our mind. You know, we have our schedule laid out. You know, we, we, we have our to-do lists and our what we're going to do at work that day or what we're going to do on that Saturday but uncertainty waits at every single corner. Every conversation that I either start or am invited into has a vibe of uncertainty. I don't know what's coming from that conversation. I, I know what I want from it, but I don't always know. A trip to the grocery store could be met with uncertainty. A million different things could happen while I'm there, right? Every time I step out of my house, there's this feeling of uncertainty. And that's not always comfortable. We're naturally scared of what we don't know. We look at the darkness of what is in front of us and not knowing that as something that's threatening. And I understand that. Our, our, our world sort of invites that. But I'm here to kind of change your mindset. And I, and I want you to think about if you were in a dark room, right? Um, and this is why I don't love surprise parties. This is a thing that bothers me about them. <laughs> if I walk into a dark room and I don't know what's there, my, my mindset is probably going to be negative. And what I'm trying to do with my life right now, and it's been a challenge for me, I, I'll, I'll be honest, is to take those things and look at them as opportunities. To take those dark rooms and think about when the light goes on, what positive is going to be there that I can pull from? What things that I can grow myself from are going to be in this room when I flip the light switch on? And like I said, that's really difficult for me. Practically, like I really don't do well in meetings with no agenda. If I walk into a meeting and there's not an agenda, just expect me to sit there silently because I don't know what I'm walking into. And I will sit there and I will process and process and process. And if we dive away from one of the things on an agenda, forget it. I'm lost. I'm done. I know that I sat in meetings before and told myself that people were judging me because I wasn't talking. But I do, don't do well with uncertainty. So if the conversation takes a turn or I don't know what the conversation is going to be, then I'm going to be a processor. 
I have to make a list for everything that I do. On my phone, right here, I have a to-do list. And I go through it every single night before I fall asleep. I lay it out. And I try and knock as much of it off as I can. Very rarely does that happen. And then something gets thrown onto it that wasn't there the day before. And that bothers me. But what if I looked at that as an opportunity? An opportunity to do something else. An opportunity to try something new. When I was a kid, I had a very structured way of doing homework. I came home. I stacked my homework one thing on top of the next. Easiest to most difficult. And I'd roll through it as quickly as I could. But if something stepped in the way of that, if something changed, if there was a change to the schedule of my day, then that uncertainty would mess with me a little bit. And just one more piece to this as a personal reflection. When I left my job, literally 367 days ago, <laughs> the uncertainty that I was faced with was very overwhelming for me. As somebody who loves to know what he's doing each and every day, as somebody who wants to know what his impact is going to be every single day, this was really hard. This was a, a real challenge for me because I wasn't sure what was next. I wasn't sure what I was walking into. I wasn't sure if I was still going to be able to have the same impact on people that I had as a teacher, as an administrator, as a colleague in a school building. And this was the first time that I really believed that I was able to look at this as an opportunity. It was the first time that I was able to look in the mirror and say, you know what? It's scary. It doesn't feel comfortable. But you're not going to find success and you're not going to find excellence in comfortable. So I looked at it as an opportunity and I've been trying to do that ever since. Someone once said to me that if you get to the end of your life, you've lived 80, 85 years, 90 years, whatever it may be. And you look yourself in the mirror and you think about the things that you knew you were good at but never really tried to do. You left those gifts wrapped your whole life because you weren't sure if you'd be successful. What would you think? You have all these talents, but you've kept them to yourself for years because you were worried that if you tried to write that book, the publisher would say, no, it's not good enough for us. Or if you tried out for that team, nope, you're not quite what we're looking for. Or you interviewed for that job that you always wanted, but you stood to the side because you weren't sure that you were capable of it. And they said, mm, you're not the right person for, for this role. Then what was the point? Instead, embrace that uncertainty as an opportunity to grow. I'm going to write this book, and if it's not good enough, I'm going to ask why so I can get better. I'm going to try out for this team, and if I don't make it, I'm going to talk to the coach and see what I need to improve on so that I can get better. And if I don't get my dream job, I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask for feedback so that I can get the experiences that I need to be better. What I'm telling you is, don't get so far down the road in life that you look back and say you wished you would have done it. You wished you would have lived it. Use your talents now. We get this chance. So use them now. As you go out into your week, of the unknown, of the uncertain. Look at it as a chance to fill the pages of your story that are possible now.
Don't worry about the what ifs. They're always going to be there. What ifs are going to be there from this point until forever. But what if you do it and you succeed? That's the what if to ask yourself. So be ready when that light comes on. Because when there's light, there's hope. When there's hope, there's possibility. There's endless possibility. I'll leave you with this. When nothing is sure, when uncertainty surrounds you, everything is possible. You're loved and you matter. Much love, everyone. I'll see you next time.